Hi, this is K.S. Garner, and you are listening to the Solo Nerver Podcast. And today I want to talk about Carol and Tuesday, the first 12 episodes that are on Netflix currently. Uh, it'd be part one of the podcast since there's only 12 episodes, I believe, as of today, September 26th of 2019. It's only 23 episodes. Um, it may be 24, when I'm not sure as of right now. So we'll just jump straight into the uh, introduction, which is actually the production of the show, just to give everybody their credit so no one gets upset with me. So the original story was created by Sinichiro Watanabe, the same creator of Samurai Champoo, Space Dandy, and my personal favorite, Space Cowboy. Like, I have the ship. I can't name it right now. But I have it on me right now, and I may end up getting another one. I'm not really sure yet. So it was produced by Bone Studio, which they've also done Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, My Hero Academia, Mob Cycle 100, just to name a few. And the music is by Flying Dog Studios or Productions. I'm not really sure what they would go by and it was founded in 1997 and if you have a google flying dog the studio or productions that does the music is actually stylized as a lowercase f in a capital d all one word yeah it took me a while to actually find it but like i said netflix is airing the show carol tuesday and they bought the international distribution rights to it and so they're airing the English dub version of it, and they aired it August 30th of 2019, but the original show in its native Japanese actually aired April 10th of 2019. But we're sticking, like I said, we're sticking to the American or English dub version currently on Netflix. So, get straight into it. Who are Carol Tuesday? So I'm going to recite the blurb that's on their official website, which is, a chance meeting brings them together. They want to sing. They want to make music. Together, they feel like they might just have a chance. Carol herself, she is the, I guess you can say African-American. I'm not sure if she was even American, but she talks with an American accent. So she's the African-American character on the show. She's an orphan who works odd part-time jobs to make ends meet while living in her landlord's former storage unit. Tuesday... Obviously, if Carol is the black girl, Tuesday is the white girl. So Tuesday is a runaway whose family considers her to be lazy, unmotivated, with no real aspirations in life other than to create and play music. So they both meet on this bridge, like Carol just got fired from one of her odd part-time jobs, again. And they meet on this bridge while Carol was playing her piano, and Tuesday is just captivated by this girl. Right, And they all girls, they're both teenagers. In America, they're both still minors. Anyway, they all, they all girls, so I'm going to be referring to them as girls. Or maybe ladies or women, but they are technically still girls. Anyway, when they both meet on the bridge, like I said, Tuesday is like captiva- captivated by Carol while she's playing her piano. But then they end up getting run off the bridge by security because you're not supposed to be playing on the bridge. But they meet back up at Carol's apartment and they just start exchanging their uh, vastly different upbringings, right? And it's just this is just the beginning of this very 
beautiful, loyal friendship and quote unquote, the driving force behind the miraculous seven minutes. There's visions of the miraculous seven minutes in the beginning of every episode. It's like, I think it's Gus who's actually their manager. You'll get to see where he comes into play. Um, maybe what I want to say like the second or the second episode. It's not a spoiler, I promise. But he comes into play and he describes how, you know, it was this miraculous time and those seven minutes and you know, we'll get into that part, but right now we have to go all the way back to how they met and how I met them and how we got to this point. Right? In my opinion, this whole thing would be my opinion. So in my opinion, I, as of right now, I love the show. The world building combined with past, but the ever so relevant pop culture and music from Earth to the current lifestyle and environment on Mars has Sinichiro just written all over it. It's just like I said, I'm getting a lot of Cowboy Bebop feels. I'm actually getting a lot of Steven Universe feels too, which is probably why I really like the show. It has those musical elements, I think, combined with the action adventure and the loyalty of the friendship and the friendship is tested at some point not even at some point like throughout these 12 episodes the first 12 episodes and if this is what it is in the first 12 episodes i'm wondering what they're gonna do in the next 12 right um the musical part like i said is giving me a lot of steven universe feels i'm not really big into musicals as I would like to be, but this is definitely, you're, you're scratching the surface of musicals. So the musical part, there's supposed to be a soundtrack released. It actually just got pushed back. There was a post on their Instagram page that is going to be pushed back, I think like maybe another month, but there is no official release date. Um, I personally don't skip into the next episodes like you would on other shows you just skip straight into it instead of waiting for it to count down for like a bathroom break like i don't need any, i don't need a bathroom break these video these episodes are only like 20 minutes long if you just skip straight into it i don't even bother doing that the opening sequence or the opening theme song kiss me and the closing theme song hold me down uh, hold me now i'm sorry I just, they're super, super catchy. And I find myself, hold me now. I'm finally fulfilled. This is what my heart's been waiting for. Hold me now. I'm finally fulfilled. Pick me up again. To pick me up to dance. Cause I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I just, it's, I can't wait for the soundtrack. I'm going to be bumping it in my car. I just, I can't wait. So anyway, the main vocalists are as follow. Carol is played by, I believe you pronounce her name is Nay Bricks. Tuesday by Selena Ann. I believe her name is Alyssa. She voices Angela, who's like their musical rival. You have Crystal, who is voiced by Lauren Dyson. And Skip, who's played by the musician Thundercat. Only thing I even heard of Thundercat before this show, but I'm definitely following him now, and I'm definitely getting a lot of Thundercat in Skips. 
Because at first I thought, okay, Skips is kind of like a muscular, childish Gambino. Who doesn't rap, he just kind of like does all the singing parts and he plays an electrical, electrical guitar. But once I looked up Thundercat and his music, I was like, okay, was this character actually made for Thundercat? Because I'm getting a lot of Thundercat in Skips. Skip, I'm sorry, Skip, not Skips. Skips is from regular show, not to be confused. But yeah, I'm getting a lot of Thundercat in Skip. But then again, Thundercat is the one that, um, he's the one that probably like wrote the songs, so it makes a lot more sense. And then with Crystal, she's like the Beyonce of Mars. Like she's just, Beyonce has transcended onto Mars and this is what it is, you know? So I just, that's what I'm getting with them. Like I said, before I even found out about Thundercat, I was referring to him like a childish Gambino, or even like a Pharrell, again, that doesn't rap. He just does all the singing parts, and he plays the guitar like maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, like uh, Lenny Kravitz. I only picked those artists because those are the ones that kind of like come straight to mind for me. They just happen to be black artists. I think I picked black artists because Skip is black. But you can watch, like, just go ahead and watch the show. I highly recommend watching it. That's why I'm doing this for you. Highly recommend you watch it and decide for yourself, right? So there's another part of the show that made me a little bit hesitant with watching it. It was the fact that Carol, the black girl, is African-American or black, like I just said. And that she's one of the title characters... I was kind of afraid of how they were going to portray her. Like, she has dreadlocks, and she's not bohemian, but she kind of skips to her own beat. And I was like, "Mm, I kind of wonder how they're going to do this. But there is no type of racial prejudice on this show. I guess because it's the martial environment. It's it's humans and AI, or like robots, whatever you want to call it. That's... Pretty much it. This on the show is not like humans and a variety of creatures like on Star Trek or Star Wars, you know, uh, living together or anything like that. It's just humans and AI. But I, from what I can see, there's no real prejudice. I mean, there's gender that comes into play, like uh, the, the scale of gender that varies or po- that could possibly vary. I don't want to touch too much on that because then it'd be a spoiler and we don't do spoilers. No, we do not. Uh, but like I said, they did a really good job. There was a one point where um, there was like a guy that looked like a gangster rapper or that he was going to try to do something like that. But then... It was like the exact opposite. That's what I was hoping for, and that's exactly what they did. He did the exact opposite of what he physically, what he visually looked like, or tried to portray himself. Because I'm pretty sure other people of color and other black people, specifically since the title character is black, can relate to this about how they'll watch something that they're interested in, but then they get into it, and... The character is being betrayed as one of those 
stereotypes, you know, uh, big lip, overly sexualized, lazy, pipe smoking, hip hop loving, ghetto fab, baggy clothes, co-worker, mistress, hobo, or that dangerous person that the protagonist is told to avoid at all times, or if you see them across the street, every chance you get, but thankfully, this isn't it. Uh, Sinichiro portrays Carol as strong-willed, self-sufficient, optimistic, silly, and resourceful, even from her lack of connections, money, and familial network. She isn't bitter. She isn't jaded by being, I guess, being left behind by her family. Like she's been, she's been able to find a way to get by and live her own life and pretty much define herself. And she doesn't throw Tuesday up, Tuesday's upbringing back in her face. Like, oh, you come from money. Hey, can I, can I get some of that money? Oh, you know, we grew up differently and you can't do nothing. So you might as well just go ahead and go back home. Like, I have really no need for you. Whereas Tuesday is ignorant of the world around her and is easily compromised, Carol kind of steps in. I don't even think as a big sister. I, I kind of see them as equals in a way. But Carol shows Tuesday that independence and confidence in herself can bring more competency into her life than the abundance of wealth and connections through her family could ever for her. It's like, this This is so much better. Like, with or without money, if you're confident in yourself, if you understand, you know, how to wash your own clothes, how to cook food for yourself, how to finesse your way in and out of these various part-time jobs like Carol has, you'll go further in life you know, you'll do better. Maybe not further, but you'll do better and you'll appreciate everything a lot more than just with the use of your money. Just like if you just threw your money at whatever to get whatever you want. Like, this is better than that. So, it's Sinichiro and the animators and all other creators, they've done a wonderful job, right? I would like to get more into the musical aspects Unfortunately, like I said, we don't do spoilers. So, um, I highly recommend you watch the show, you know, really get into it. Like I have watch, listen, decide for yourself. A lot of this, like I said, is my own opinion of it, of the characters, of how they've been portrayed, how other characters have been been portrayed. Watch, listen... Make up your own mind. If I've missed anything, if you want to comment, question, please go ahead and, and send me those comments and questions. <laughs> Maybe some concerns. Maybe you want to uh, expand a little bit more yourself. Um, just go ahead and, and shoot me an email. My social and my email will be up and... Like I said, this show has been great. I can't wait to watch the next 12 episodes. I'm not sure if they're available on uh, Crunchyroll yet. Or if I have to wait another year. I mean, so be it. If I have to, I will. But this show has been really interesting. 
and it's helping me get back into anime slowly. So, like, I, I, can't, I can't wait. Like, I tell as many people as I can about the show. Carry on Tuesday is amazing. And when I put up my interest in doing an episode about Carry on Tuesday, like, my Instagram page just blew up. And so I was like, okay, let me hurry up and watch the rest of this so I can go ahead and put up my review. So... As of right now, this is only the first part. Once I'm able to get my hands on the uh, next 12 episodes, I'm going to go ahead and just film another episode for you guys. So, thanks for listening. This is KS Garner, and you have been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast.